Well, praise the Lord and God bless you today. And welcome to the Tabernacle Deliverance Sunday evening service. I'm Pastor Wells, and I'm excited about what God is doing for us, with us, through us, and in the midst of us, regardless of all the stuff going on around us today. I'm just excited because the Lord has been gracious to me and brought me another day. So I'm just excited today about what the Lord is doing in the midst of us. You know, you 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 gotta look at life. Um that we given opportunities to thank God for the small things. I know everybody want to thank the Lord for the big giant things that he do, but we ought to praise God for the little small things that he do for us in our lives. I'm just excited about what God is doing today. Amen. This is really interesting. I uh, uh, Tuesday, I had a, a, a root, two root canals, a one-two pull. Lord knows I was in pain. Oh, my goodness, I was in pain. Not from the root canal, so much, but from the tube being pulled. I was in pain. I didn't talk for a few days. <laughs> but I'm just excited about what God is doing today. It's a great message for today. Interesting, interesting thought that the Lord had given me for today. Very interesting. Bow your heads and let's pray. Father God, in the name of Jesus, I come before you in the behalf of those that are uh, watching this broadcast or listening to this broadcast, however they may be receiving it. I ask that you touch every liberal soul, save, deliver, and make free. Break every yoke in their lives today. Meet the knees in their lives, oh God. I bind the hands of the enemy on every hand and claim victory in their lives. In Jesus' name, amen. Get your Bibles. Today, that's, I want to talk to you about waiting. One of the things in life that everybody deals with is waiting. And when I think about the subject of waiting, it's something you have to do, whether you want to do it or not. And it's just something to think about, regardless of what position in life you're in, regardless of uh, um, how much wealth you have, your race, your creed, your nationality, Everybody has to wait for something. Everybody has to wait for something. And it's interesting, even through the Bible, people had to wait. Whether they were waiting for deliverance, whether they were waiting uh, for the Lord, whether they were waiting for their family, whether they were waiting, they were waiting. And that's what we want to talk about today. Get your Bibles and go to Psalms 37 and verse 7 and read us follow. In rest, in rest, excuse me, rest in the Lord and wait patiently for him. Fret not thyself. Because of him that prospers in his way, because of the man who bringeth wicked devices to pass. Let me read it one more time. Rest in the Lord and wait patiently for him. Fret not yourself because of him who prospers in his way, and because of the wicked, uh, because of the man who brings wicked devices to pass. Mm. That's a good one. Look at that verse. 
The first thing the Lord tells us to do is to rest in him. Because you have to rest when you're waiting for God to do anything for you. You got to rest in the Lord. You got to learn how to rest in the Lord and allow the Lord to work with you. So it's really, it's really important that you learn how to rest in the Lord and go through the trials and tests. You know, the people in Ukraine that they're, they're going through trials, they're going through tests. Some of them lost their families. Some of them are homeless. Some of them are go through because of this war with Russia. And these innocent people they ain't got nothing to do with what's going on. But they still got to wait on God to make a way of no way, out of no way for them. They still got to wait for God to provide food for them because they need food. They need shelter. You know what? War destroys so many things. And it causes people to wait longer for the needs that they have. Some of them already have major needs. And they got to wait. Look at this verse. It said, rest in the Lord and wait patiently for him. Fret not thyself because of him who prospers in his way and because of men who bring wicked devices to pass. He said, rest in the Lord. There's one thing we mess up with. We don't wait patiently for the Lord. We fret over small things. We fret because the money is not in that account right away. We fret because we don't have enough gas. We forgot to put gas in the car. And the gas prices right now is out of this world everywhere. Yeah, I mean, it's a mess. But we fret ourselves over everything that's going on. We fret because other people are doing this. We fret because people are doing that. We fret and we're worried and we're sweating over everything. But that's not God's plan. No, look at the scripture. Look at the scripture. It says, rest in the Lord. Wait patiently for him. Fret not yourself because of him that prospereth in his way. Uh -huh. You know what? Waiting. Waiting on God. Waiting on your family. Waiting on your promotion on the job. Waiting for that house that you went through all the credit process with and, and you got all the money together. You're waiting for the closing. You're waiting. I want to tell you something about waiting. You can't fret over what other people have. You can't be upset over what other people have got, how they're prospering in their way. You have to learn to wait on God to provide what you're supposed to have. You can't focus on other people's stuff. You can't be worried about what other people's ministries have. You can't be worried about what other people's money they have in their account because it ain't yours anyway. You might not be able to deal with all that wealth. You may not be able to deal with 10,000 members. Well, the Bible says, abide in your calling. You may not be able to deal with all that. But you got to wait. There's multitudes of scriptures in the book of Psalms about waiting on the Lord. And allowing the Lord to work in your mess. Allowing the Lord to break the yokes in your mess. Allowing the God to bring deliverance. But you gotta wait. You gotta wait. You gotta wait. There's nowhere in the Bible says that waiting is a great feeling. It says wait. Look at that verse one more time. Rest in the Lord. I'll say it again. Rest in the Lord. Wait patiently for him. 
And fret not yourself because of him that prospers in his way. And because of men that bring wicked devices to power. You got to, you got to, you got to wait. I don't care what other people do. I don't care what other wicked devices people bring to pass. I don't care whatever inventions other people have. That got nothing to do with me. I got to do what God wants me to do. And I got to wait on him to press for me in my way. Hallelujah. We got to wait on God. <laughs> oh, yeah, I know it's easy. Of course it's easy to say. Everybody say, wait on God. Oh, it sounds nice, right? Wait on God. And a preacher comes out and say, you got to wait on God. He don't know how to wait himself. He telling the other young brother to wait on God and he ran around with every woman he said, I see. He ain't waiting on God. Waiting on God means waiting on God to perform. Now, I want to tell you something. When you're waiting on God for a job, you pray and you ask God to direct your path. The Bible said, all our ways acknowledge him and he'll direct your path. So he'll direct your path to the job that you need, but you got to go out there and let him lead you. That's waiting on God. Not sitting at home and say, God's going to give me a job. That's not waiting on God. That's just staying home and doing nothing. Either you're going to go online and fill out some online application or you going out there in person, but you're asking God to direct you. Why you wait on him? Because you need money for bills, so uh, you got you got to wait on God to make ways out of no ways for you, regardless of what's going on. You got to wait on God. Let's move on. Waiting on God and waiting in general requires time. You got to learn how to wait. Ah, uh, come on, come on, come on, come on. All right, now I want to tell you a little story. I, I always come to those. Well, there was a couple of years ago, we were going to a restaurant after uh, we visited my cousin's church. I think it was my cousin's church. I can't remember. However, we went to a restaurant where there was a line all the way out. Oh, my gosh, it was a long line. So we went in and gave our name. It was about eight of us or nine of us. I can't remember. It was, it, it was a ghost of family. So we waited, we went and we waited. What happened was they came out and called us right away. We waited about five, ten minutes. Even out there, out, I don't have, we ain't had nothing to do it. We never been to the restaurant before. We didn't know nobody there. But God cut our wait time down <laughs> to ten minutes. Those people been standing out there. I don't know. We all had nothing to do with it. I just said membership have its privileges when you walk with God. <laughs> That's all I can say. But we waited 10 minutes, but God cut the wait time down. And sometimes God could cut the wait time down for you in your life or whatever you're waiting on God for. He could cut the wait time down. See, the thing about waiting on God and waiting for what you're supposed to receive and doing what you want are two different things. Well, I'm going to help God. You can't help but believe me, beloved. Take it from somebody who knows. You cannot help God. <laughs> you can't do his job. You don't know how to do his job. You have to wait on God. It's accessible. You got to learn how to what? Wait on God. 
Oh, that's not right, right? Wait on God. You got to wait on your boss to pay you. You got to wait till, uh, well, depending on the type of company you work at. Some of them, they pay you at a certain day and uh, uh, Human Resource Administration, they take care of that. Make sure that all the payment paychecks going at a certain time, but you still got to wait for it. You still got to wait for that money. Waiting. What are you waiting for in life? Well, I was waiting for my wife to come home. She went out this morning, so I had to wait till she come home. Be a big boy. <laughs> it sounds funny, but it's true. I had to wait till she come home. Waiting means you actually have to wait. Waiting means you actually wait. Let's move on. Let's go to Luke 8, 40, 8 and 40. Luke 8 and 40. You know one of the things about waiting, waiting in life? <laughs> one of the things I learned about waiting is you got to wait whether you want to or not. Now you ain't getting it. I don't care. I don't care. What is for? If you don't wait, you ain't getting it. It's not just waiting on God. It's waiting in general. You got to wait. If you don't wait, you lose that. Okay. Uh, Luke 8 and 40 says, And it came to pass, listen to this, And when it came to pass that when Jesus was returned, the people gladly received him, for they were all waiting for him. I'll read it again. And it came to pass that when Jesus returned, the people gladly received him, for they were all waiting for him. Ah. What did that verse say? When Jesus returned, the people gladly received him because they were waiting for him. You want to get to know Jesus, you got to wait for him to come. If you want to know him personally, I'm not talking about knowing him according to just what somebody said. You got to learn to wait for Jesus. You got to learn to wait for Jesus. You got to learn to wait for him to step up and come by you. We used to sing that song. Uh, come by here, dear Lord. Come by here. Oh, Lord, come by here. This will sound good, right? Oh, come by here, dear Lord. Come by here. Oh, Lord, come by here. We here waiting, Lord, come by here. We here waiting, Lord, come by here. Oh, Lord, come by here. That sounds nice, right? That sounds nice, right? Okay, I'm not agreeing, but it's not. But however, the people were waiting for him to come by. They wasn't just asking him. In that song I was just singing, it don't say, we're gladly waiting for you, come by here. It don't say that. It says, come by here, dear Lord, come by here. 
Oh Lord, come by here. Oh, I like that. Come by here, dear Lord. Come by here. Oh Lord, come by here. I added that other part in that. We're waiting for you, Lord, because that song don't say that. Amen. Some people don't know that, but that song don't have that in it. So the song says, come by here, dear Lord. Oh, Lord, come on by, come on by. But the question was, he wanted to walk for what? Were you waiting for him? Or you just wanted him to stop by and waste his time? You got to learn that waiting for Jesus means you have a purpose. You have to have a purpose to wait for the Lord to come by and visit you. There's no sense in that the Lord to come by. If you call the police, you know what they're going to do. They might arrest you for filing a false report and calling them when you have no reason to call them at all. Understand that. The Lord is smart. He knows whether or not you have a reason to call him. People just go to church and say, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. He ain't what you're thinking me for. You don't even serve me. Waiting. Waiting for the Lord. Waiting for the Lord to perform his words. <laughs> One of the things I learned about the Lord is he was a performer of his word. We're not. We're liars. We're human lying. We find excuses to lie. But there's no lying God word. Waiting. Look at that verse one more time. Verse 40. Verse 40. Luke 8 and 40 said, And it came to pass that when Jesus was returned, the people gladly received him, for they were waiting. And notice they said they gladly received him. They were excited about it. Uh, not too many people excited about Jesus today. They're religiously excited about him because other people go to church and stuff. But on a personal side, they're not excited because they don't live here. But people that serve the Lord are excited if he comes back. They get excited. And they gladly wait for him to come back. You don't have to you don't have to force people to wait on the Lord that love God. Oh I love Jesus. No. I'll say it again. You ain't gotta force people to wait on God that love God and love his kingdom and love his people. They'll wait on him. Oh, check this out. Ah, uh, everybody can identify themselves. You love someone, you gonna wait till they come because you want to see that. If a man truly loves his wife, he's going to be excited when she comes home, even if she drives him nuts. Same thing with a woman. Same thing with a, a mother or father with their children. Their kids may drive them nuts. My son drives me nuts when he gets, he gets on my nerves, but I got to be excited to see him sometimes. I'll be excited to see him. Even if he don't say nothing worthwhile, even if it ain't got no good news. Uh, I'm still excited to see him. I don't even yeah. tell him sometimes. I'm excited to see him, but I don't tell him. My God, children, all of them, I be some, my niece and all, I'll be excited to see that. If they ain't got nothing to say. I remember one time with some of my nieces, my I have a, some twin nieces. And one day, I was at the house. I think I forgot holiday. I always be getting holiday. I don't keep up. Anyway, we was there at the house. 
sitting on the couch, and these two girls were squishing me to death. I'm sitting between them, big guy like me. They're squishing me to death. But I was happy to be there with them. I wasn't really doing much talk with them that age, but I was falling asleep anyway. But uh, it was fun sitting there with them because it was an opportunity to spend a little time with them. So I was like, finally, I got to leave the stream game. You crushed up. <laughs> Waiting means that you wait. Now I had to get in a car and drive across the highway in order to get to see them. I had to wait till we arrived to that destination. You, you've got to understand that waiting requires time. Where there is no time, there is no waiting. When the Lord returns, everybody that's right with him will be snatched away. There will be no more waiting. You got to understand, you have to learn how to wait on God in your personal life. You have to wait on your boss to pay you. They got to wait on you to get your work done. They got to wait on you. You got to wait on somebody else. I don't care what type of job you do. In every job, I don't care what it is, it's a week. Everybody on this planet, wait. God took six days to create the heaven and the earth. Bring about all the goodies on it. He had to wait till the seventh day to rest. I said, they rest. Wait. And waiting are important. They were like, Excited about what Jesus did. They were excited about that he came to town. They were waiting for this man. They were waiting. They were excited. I wish I was around. I was been jumping up and down. They probably going to throw me out the building. Get him out of here. I've been jumping up and down. Woohoo! Jesus is coming. Woohoo! And to get this crazy man out of here, he's going to spoil the fun. <laughs> but you got to learn how to wait in your waiting. Learn how to wait in your waiting. Wait and take patience. Wait and take time. Wait and take endurance. You gotta wait in the midst of your storm. You gotta, you know what? Talk about storms. We have rainstorms, hailstorms. I was watching a, a, a video and they were showing all kind of uh, storm, rainstorm, hailstorm. The people had to wait till the storms were over for them to move forward. Oh, there were some people that tried to drive through the storms. Some people round up in a ditch or just floating across in the water with their car sunk in it and they can't get out Amen. because they didn't wait. Waiting takes time and you have to wait in your waiting. You say that don't make sense. Yes, it does. Waiting. When waiting, you got to wait. You're waiting for something, but you have to wait for it. Let's move on. Let's go to John 5 and 3. John 5 and 3. Listen to what it says. This is a really interesting scripture. Listen. In these lay a great multitude of imposing folk at, of, of lie, all withered, waiting for the for the moving of the water 
I'll read it again. <clears throat> John 5 and 3. Indeed, lay a great multitude of impotent folk, of blind, hard, withered, waiting for the movement of the water. They were waiting for the movement of the water. What is he talking about? I'll tell you what he's talking about. Back in that day, once a year, just one time only, one of the angels of the Lord came down. The Lord has sent an angel, and he'll get in the water and trouble the water. And the first person got in the water was healed. Did you hear me? I said, when the first person got in the water, they were healed. But there were multitudes of people waiting for that one second. Now, you want to know something interesting about this? You want to know something interesting? I'm going to read it again. In these lay a great multitude of impotent folk, blind, hard, withered, waiting for the movement of the water. It said that there was impotent folk, blind people that couldn't see, hard people that can hardly move around, withered people waiting for the movement of the water. All type of people was waiting, even though only one, only one would receive deliverance. I don't care what he had. I don't care if they had leukemia. I don't care if they had cancer. I don't care what they had. If they got in that water first, they were totally healed. Even the doctors back knew that. If they got in that water before anybody else, they received ultimate healing. I don't care what they had. They could have been demon-possessed. They could have had one arm, one leg. They came out of there with two. God healed whatever they had. But the thing here was, everybody was what? waiting for that. So they had to wait. They were waiting for the healing, but they had to wait. Waiting on the healing, but they had to wait for it. They had to wait for it in their waiting. All those people, just imagine thousands of people. And one little, one, one water, one spot, only one person allowed in. In other words, if 500 people jumped in the water, only one was getting healed. It's just something to think about waiting. Everybody does it. There's a time if you're on medication, you got to take that medication at that time. If you take too much, you got to wait a period of time before you can take any more. If you take nutritional products, most nutritional products you got to eat before you take them. And wait a minute for everything. There's a time to live in, there's a time to time. It's waiting. Everybody's waiting. Do you know some people on their deathbed and a doctor says they got about a month or two to live or six weeks or whatever the doctor decides to tell them? They literally lay in that bed and wait to die. I'm serious. They're waiting to die because the doctor already told them, but they need to get to meet the Savior who can come in and save them and give them life. And at that eternal life. Waiting requires you to wait. I don't care what it is. You know what? A lot of men tell a woman, I love you so much. They really jump in the bed with the woman. If a woman is not really jumping in the bed with that, he got to wait. And if he falls, she's going to cry rape. Oh, everybody got to wait. You got to wait for everything. Sometimes I go in the store, I like to buy yummy. I ain't telling you what, because then you know what yummy I eat. So I go in the store to buy yummy. 
Uh, one yummy I'll be looking for, I got to get my sister to get it because we don't have it here. I'm upset. I got to wait or either I'm going to go over there. I still got to wait when driving to go over there to get it. Imagine that. Driving across the highway just to get a yummy that you like. <laughs> hmm? Check this out. I was faithfully waiting trying to find him and she bought me that Christmas. Now I ain't got no more. You know what she told me? I said, I ain't got no more. I want the more. She said, you got to wait till next Christmas. I can't wait. I don't know. I need it now. That's when you're impatiently waiting. But you got to wait. Father, in Jesus' name, ask you to touch every living soul that's watching this uh, broadcast right now on television, oh God. Ask you to touch every life, meet every need, and help them wait on you in Jesus' name. Let's move on. Everybody got to wait on God. Everybody. All right, let's go to Lamentations chapter 3. Always remember, everybody, 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 everybody got to wait on God. There's no, I don't care how rich your mama is. You still got to wait. And check this out. I learned something about wealth. And wealth. Uh, I have a saying. Listen to this. When you talk about waiting, listen to this. Well, being rich means you have money. Being wealthy means you have time to wait on whatever you want. And have people wait on you. And it's true. But I also find out something about that. Extremely wealthy and rich people, they make their children wait for their inheritance. They don't know, oh, give them everything all right now. They don't make them wait. And if they don't like the way they're waiting, they don't give them nothing. Because they're going to be complaining, scamming, whamming, all this stuff. And they just write them out of their will. I've seen that happen to somebody. I personally know somebody that that happened when they were written out of a will because they got busted scamming and it was a child. Okay, Lamentations chapter 3, verse 25 says, listen to this. The Lord is good unto them that wait for him to the soul that seeketh him. I'm going to read it again. The Lord is good unto them that wait for him to the soul that seeketh him. You can hear what that scripture just said. The Lord, not your mama, not your father. Nobody's good as he is. It said the Lord is good to them that what? Wait. Ah, oh, beloved. Y'all got this all backwards and twist up. You waiting on your boss more than you wait on God. You're waiting on your husband more than you're waiting on God. You're waiting on everybody else, but you ain't waiting on God right. God said in his word right here, the Lord is good to them that wait for him and to the soul that seek him. That's interesting. Imagine that, just waiting on God. He could do something good for you. He could do something good for you. And the uh, upcoming book that I'm writing, we're trying to get it finished, edited by, and something I was reading at that I had put in the book that interests me today. That everybody that waited on God for personal deliverance 
got the deliverance and God gave them more. Than what they asked for. God gave them more than what they asked for. You'll see that in the book when it's done. It's just interesting. Wait a minute. God is good to them that wait. Oh, I like that. God is good to them that what? Wait for him. You, you got to wait for him. <clears throat> all right. You know, y'all know that story when somebody, y'all going to work with a buddy. Uh, well, check this out. I know two individuals personally. One I know is a drag along. He decided to go whenever he wants. The other one is on time. Well, actually, you know, two people like that. Both of them are like this. If you're not ready when they're ready to go, they're going to leave you. One, I seen it actually happen while I was away. And uh, the kids and all the young people were supposed to be going back with her. And uh, what happened was I found out that day her, 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 her rep, how she operates. If she gets in her van or her car and she's saying she's leaving at 2.01 p.m., if you're not in that car, she's not a person to wait for you. She just pulls off because she told you at 2.01 p.m., I'm leaving. And you... I've seen it with my own eyes. I'll never forget it. And those kids were driving around. La, 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 la. <clears throat> so they said, why are you still here? Oh, she left. Everybody know how she operates. They know that they wasn't ready. So they're looking at me with best of all. Don't look this way. I'm not sure going there taking you home. <laughs> That's not happening. There's a time you're supposed to wait. And there's a time you're supposed to be ready. Amen, amen. That you're going to miss the boat. They missed the boat. So the other individual, they both worked together for a little bit. And one was jiving around. The other one looking at him, I got to go to work. He said, ah, here, here. He took off and left. So the other individual told me, they left me. But I knew the, I'm the other one wrecked. This guy don't play. If he got to be at 7, He's already at 655. He ain't waiting for you because you were driving around. That's interesting about waiting. They know that they got to be somewhere. They can't wait for you. See, there's a different type of waiting. They know they can't wait because they're going to be late. They can't wait for you. And it's the same thing about the, the uh, uh, 10 virgins in the Bible. That story has a lot to do with waiting and waiting. They didn't wait properly. Oh, y'all ain't listening to me with that. There's a difference between waiting and when you wait and when at a time that you should not wait. And it's the story with the 10 virgins. All them, the Bible said they all slept and slumbered, tossed and turned into bed or whatever. Five got up. Uh, before they went to bed, they blew all their oil. They blew it. They blew, I don't know what they wasted on. They went to the store, ran the street. I don't know. People say many different things, but I don't know. The scripture don't fully say. However, the Bible does say that all ten laid in the bed and slumbered because they were all supposed to be waiting for the bridegroom. And as they were all waiting for the bridegroom, they all were supposed to have oil in their lap. 
But when he calls, that they go out there into the field to meet him because there's no light. But because the five foolish ones didn't wait in their waiting, they went out there and wasted all their oil. So there was no more waiting time. There was no more time to wait. The bridegroom called and only the five wise ones went home because they were able to see in the field. But the unwise one told the wise one, give us some of your oil. And they said, nay, we can't give you our oil because we won't be able to see. We all waited together, but you did something you wasn't supposed to do. So you go buy your own oil. You on your own. You got to wait on God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You got to wait on God. Hallelujah. You got to learn how to really wait. You got to wait on your child. You got to wait on your home. You got to let God give you a husband. You got to let God give you a wife. Don't go pick another learn to wait on God. You got to learn how to wait on God. You got to wait on God. Those five foolish virgins were waiting foolish. I'll say it again. Those five foolish virgins were waiting foolishly. And guess what? They were waiting in vain. Did you hear what I said? They were waiting in vain. <coughs> there was going to be no transaction between them and the bridegroom that day. They actually went back to bed, as the scripture said, they laid in their bed and slumbered like everybody else. But they already had spent the oil. What in the world are you waiting in the bed? Oh, you should be out trying to find oil. Don't go to sleep and try to say, oh, in the morning they're going to lend me some oil. Ain't nobody lending you nothing, dummy. Some of y'all live like that. Y'all waiting for somebody to give you something. Get your behind up and get something for yourself. Learn to wait on God for yourself. Waiting. You got to wait. You got to understand, you got to wait. Promotion comes from God. You know what? Y'all running around, some of y'all running around complaining, complaining on your job, where you live. You got to wait on God for these things. You got to wait till you're in a position to do that. God open the door for you to do it. He will do it if you wait. Promotion comes from God, beloved. Whether it's ministry, whether it's, it's financial, I, I don't care. We got to wait. <clears throat> you want to know something? Thank you, Lord. You know what? Let's talk about real wait. Only a woman can experience this. A woman gets pregnant. She finds out she's pregnant. She still got to wait nine months to have a healthy baby. Did you hear what I say? She still got to wait nine months. And check this out. In that nine months, she got to change her appetite. She got to do different things to make sure she stay healthy and the baby is healthy. She got to wait in her way. I'll say it again. She got to wait in her waiting. Now y'all got to understand what I'm talking about waiting. She got to wait in her waiting to deliver. 
She got to wait to make sure everything is right for her to deliver. Now, she's going to have a premature baby. Okay? You got to do this the way it's supposed to be done in order to receive full kingdom blessings. You got to wait. You got to wait. Look at that verse again. <clears throat> The Lord is good unto them that wait for him and to the soul that seeketh him. Ain't nobody. We used to sing a song. Ain't nobody. Can't nobody. Do you like Jesus? Can't nobody. Do you like the Lord? And they go, can't nobody. Do you like Jesus? They used to love to sing that part, but they wouldn't wait for him. They just sing a song. Can't nobody do you like Jesus? Then they'll say, he's my friend. He's going to be saying, I ain't your friend. I don't even know you. Amen. amen. <laughs> they sung this song. Can't nobody do you like Jesus. And that he's your that friend. He said, who told you that? I'm not your friend. I don't even know you. How you going to claim me as your friend? He said, they reveals his secrets to his friend. Let's move on. Let's go to Psalm 62. Psalm 62. Because I'm 62 and 5. Now listen to this. <clears throat> my soul wait thou only upon God, for my expectation is from him. <clears throat> I'll say it again. My soul, talk about you. My soul wait thou only upon God, because my expectation is from him. What you expect? What are you expecting from God? What do you want God for? What do you want him for? Forget about what you want him to do. What do you want him for? What do you want God for? Are you really waiting for? Oh, you just heard somebody say, uh, in the church say, y'all need to learn how to wait on God. No, but how do you really wait on? Do you really wait on God? And what do you want him for? Remember I just told you about the song they're saying, can't nobody do you like Jesus he's my friend. He's saying, I don't know you. You don't, you don't believe me? The Bible even said that people going to come to say, Lord, Lord, because I don't know you. Depart from me, you work of iniquity. He said, why call me, Lord, Lord, and do not the things that I say do? You got to know him. You got to know him. You can't wait on somebody. Oh, let me fix this. Let me say it in a nice way. I always talk about Bill Clinton, former President Bill Clinton. They used to make those uh, uh, cardboard statues of him. I think he's the first person he did it with. And there you could stand next to that cardboard picture. And you could take a picture with it, and everybody think that you was really sticking, stick, stick, standing next to him. And you could put it in your wall, or in a frame or something. Everybody think you were standing in President Bill Clinton. Oh, you know Bill Clinton? Yeah, I bet him so and so. You lying through your teeth. They even got a lying picture in the program. <laughs> but check this out. When Bill Clinton was president, and just like any other president, you would have to wait to be approved to see him. Now you got that fake picture. Just like those five foolish virgins. They had an empty lamp. 
They went to bed in the slumber. You got that fake picture of Clinton, but you still don't know. 30 years later. <laughs> to meet these people, you got to wait. To meet the Lord Jesus Christ, you got to wait. You, ain't got, you think the Lord is just going to come down because your name is Joe? What do you want him for? You don't want the angels to come. You want the Lord himself to come. For what? That's what the Lord wants to know. What do you want from me? The Lord wants to know, what do you want from me? Are you going to serve me? Are you going to wait on me properly? Are you going to wait in your waiting? Or are you going to run off the road? Because the Bible talks about me after the uh, 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 trials and tests come, people run. They quit. I ain't serving the Lord no more. I can't go through this no more. Who are you going to go serve? There's only two powers. Who, 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 two powers. So who are you going to serve? Amen. Come on. Let's be honest. Who are you going to serve? I'm not serving the Lord no more. I'm not going to church no more. I ain't talking about going to church. I'm talking about serving the Lord. Anybody can go to church and never go there all the time. He'll be you there. He'll even be in the pulpit to meet you. He might even preach to you. <laughs> Look at that verse. My soul wait thou only upon God, for my expectation is from him. For what I am expecting is coming from God, not from man. See, that's why a lot of people mess up on their job. I keep telling people, go to work as you're going to ministry. Go to work as you're going to ministry. You can't go in there complaining about the job. A lot of people lose their job because all they do is complain about the job. And God said, well, they don't want a job. I'll give it to somebody that wants it. He'll give it to somebody that's going to appreciate it. It don't have to be that. You could be a slow, poor sleeper, toilet washer, and be the best at it. People don't understand that. When I when I was managing one of the uh, 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 departments in the store years ago, I, I I used to think that if we pay, if you pay people one money, they wouldn't steal. I come to find that's the biggest lie the devil ever got people to believe. I don't care how much you pay a thief, that thief is still going to steal. You give him a million dollars a year, he's still going to steal. Give it to me and all the if that's if he got that stealing spirit in him, he's gonna steal. He might even steal your paycheck. <laughs> Waiting. Learning how to wait for the things that are due you. And the thing, one of the problems with that is that we don't know what is ours. So busy focusing on what other people are waiting for. Somebody's waiting for uh 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 uh, am I a sex art? Anyway, waiting for a Mac or are they waiting for a, a, a Volvo or they're waiting for a Mercedes Benz, a BMW, a Cadillac? That's them. Check this out. Generally, most of those other cars I don't like. I wouldn't be flipping out over somebody hoping and expecting and waiting to get one of those because I don't like them. I got to get what for me, okay? If they want a $150,000 car, goodie for them. I hope they can pay for it. 
I'm not gonna be crying. I want that. Why would I put my why would I spend $150,000 for a car? That's never gonna happen. If I have $10 billion, I'm not doing it. It's only your car. It's only your automobile. I drive, I could buy a $40,000, 40, $30,000 car, 30 or $50,000 car. I ain't going over that. I'm not going to a $100,000 car, $200,000 car. It's not happening. It's still a get a flat. It's still going to run out of gas. It's still going to run out of oil. And if it's electric, you're still going to have to plug it in. What's the difference? More luxury? Waiting. Waiting for things you don't need. That's why we can't get what God has for us. And we can't wait for what God has for us because we're waiting for what other people have. We're looking at what everybody else has. Oh, he has this. Oh, he has that. Every TV commercial. Oh, I want that. I need this. You want to know something about people that invest money in stock and uh, real estate? They don't invest in everything. It could sound so good. But then they check it out and say, no, nah, that don't fit in my portfolio. No, nah, I don't want that. They say, oh, but it's good. I don't want it. They're waiting for something. And in their waiting, they wait for it. They, they want to invest in something that can benefit them. Only people that invest that don't expect to gain nothing are dummy. Okay, you invest in your money and some. You should supposed to get your money back and some extra, some uh, uh, shares or something. Unless you're not all upstairs, you're just giving your money away. Say, here, take it. Yeah, I don't care. Here, take it. Something's wrong with you. Even the Bible talks us that we use our brains when it comes to finances. Let's move on. <clears throat> Let's go to Habakkuk. Simple message, but true. Habakkuk. I'm always fighting with this scripture here. Hold on. Always running with Habakkuk. Habakkuk chapter 2. And verse 3. Look at that verse. Always can be in verse. Listen to this. This is very important. For the vision is yet for a point in time. But at the end it shall speak and not lie. Though it tarry, wait for it. Because it will surely come and not tarry. Let me say it one more time. For the vision is yet for a point in time, but at the end it shall speak and not lie. Though it tarry, wait for it, because it will surely come and not tarry. Did you hear what the scripture just said? Let me read it one more time. Let me read it slow. For the vision is yet for a point in time, but at the end it shall speak and not lie. Though it tarry, wait for it. Because it will surely come and not tarry. God giving you a vision. Well, if you don't have no type of vision in your life, you're going to perish. I'm going to say this again. If you have no type of vision in your life, you're guaranteed to perish. When a little child was asked, what do they want to be when they grow up? Well, some of them say when they're a certain age, I want to be a nurse. I want to be a doctor. I want to be a fireman. I have a vision. Uh, a make-believe vision, but they still have a vision of what they want to be. 
Okay, when I was a kid, I know you're going to laugh when I say this. I wanted to be Secret Service. <laughs> I always wanted to be Secret Service. Oh, spy. Yeah. You know the James Bond type of spy that gets to get all the bad guys? Boom, 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 boom. Get all the pretty girls. <laughs> and I really want, my main thing, when I was a kid, I wanted to be U.S. Secret Service. It always had an exciting thing to do. U.S. Secret Service. And you showed a man. Are you protecting the president? Got your guns drawn your eyes? Oh my gosh, I love that. But a vision! Okay. God didn't give me that vision. It's what I wanted to be when I was a kid. It wasn't in the plan. <laughs> Whatever. But seriously, the vision that God put in you, you got to wait for it. Since I deal in business, I've learned so much about founders of businesses and uh, 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 startups and uh, 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 middle-type businesses and large corporations, five, Fortune 500 and Fortune 100 companies, Fortune 1000 companies. That all of them started from a vision. One individual may die and God, but he had a vision that his business will grow. When they got the right people and put everything together, in the beginning it didn't start out the way he wanted, but he worked and it worked and it worked and it came to pass. Every vision is not going to come to pass because everybody don't wait. One of the businesses I have I didn't know what to do with this business. I wanted to keep the business, but I couldn't get it going right. Everything just seemed to just, ah, whatever. But last year, God reversed it on his own. I had nothing to do with it. Absolutely nothing. And I was talking about it yesterday. I had nothing to do with it. But I waited to try to see what what can be done? Lord, what can be done? Well, I, something needs to be, I don't know what to do. I, I was like, ah. Oh. Why I was sick with a, 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 a virus in 2020. Very sick. I, I told a testimony about that. I still get another time. But while I was sick, I still had to wait to recover. And in my waiting, God reversed one of those businesses for me. Without me even really knowing that he was one. I, I didn't realize I was the last person to find out, to be honest. I didn't realize it too, that God actually took this thing and turned it around. I was amazed. And I'm amazed today because he's God all by himself. I ain't got nothing to do it. I can't pat myself on the back and say, but Lord, you did this. I can't say that. Got nothing to do with it. And I'm happy. Look at that verse. <clears throat> a pack of two and three. For the vision is yet for a point of time. At the end it shall speak. And not lie. Don't it tarry. Wait for it. You got to wait. You got to wait for what you're waiting for. You start out waiting for a new car. And you run off the road. You're going to go get anything. And then have more problems than you started out. 
A lot of people got married because they didn't wait on God for direction. First of all, I want to tell you something about waiting. God is a God of family. The devil is a God of divorce and destruction of family. You don't have to be saved for God to give you your soulmate. People say, why are you saying it? Because it's true. I know people that have never been saved and they stay faithful to one another to the day they die. They never cheated on each other, nothing. He never abused her or nothing. She never talked him down like trash, nothing. Because the Bible has plainly said, well, God joined together, let no man put a sinner. When you do it on your own, God knows how to put people together, saved or not. That's right. God knows how to put people together on his own. Because he's God all by himself. And he's a God of family. He said, I'm the Lord thy God that brought thee out of Egypt. Bring you out. He'll bring you out. If you want to come out. Then some of y'all, when y'all get saved, you're talking about you're leaving your husband. But he's not saved, so I'm going to get me a saved man. You are in error. The Bible said the husband sanctified the wife, and the wife sanctified the husband if he's not saved. Why don't we do this the Bible way, and we'll get Bible results? Then you guys and girls that go out there and marry somebody that's not saved when you say, you out of order. The Bible says, have no fellowship with unfruitful works of darkness. The Bible says, how can two walk together except they agree? Y'all ain't agreeing? Y'all not agreeing because she wants the world and you want Jesus. Oh. Ah, oh, you might as well tell the truth about we consistent. All this stuff, all this stuff connects. All of this stuff connects, my loving. All of it, all of it, all of it, all of it connects. So we got to wait on God. We got to wait on our paychecks. We got to wait on our businesses. I don't care. You got to wait. Run that red light. Either something going to hit you or you're going to get a ticket. Don't wait for the life. Don't. People get upset because everything don't go their way. This is this, this life we live. Everything is not going your way. Stop living in la la land. Well, he looked at me wrong. Nobody likes me. Stop feeling sorry for yourself and wait on God to give you friends. I'm so glad I don't have a whole ton of friends. No, thank you, Jesus. It's less headaches. It's less headaches, less gossip. I remember somebody was gossiping and lying about something about me. I didn't even know. I don't even go where they're talking about. They told me that one person along was so I don't know where they got this information from that they see they heard I was in this city running around with women. Everybody knows I can't stand going to the city because it tears up your car. <laughs> I don't know what they were talking about. That's because people are busy about it. No, it didn't affect me because I know I won't wear guards. I wasn't doing that I wasn't supposed to do, and I don't know how I hate going to the city. Okay, let's move on. Let's go to Micah 7 and 7.
I'm always rumbling in this book. God's book. True. Okay, Micah 7 and 7 says. Listen to this. Therefore, I will look unto the Lord. I will wait for the God of my salvation. My God will hear me. I'm going to say it again. Therefore, I will look unto the Lord. I will wait for the God of my salvation. My God shall hear me. Will hear me. Did you hear what that verse said? Therefore, I will what? Look unto the Lord. There's a scripture the Bible says, look and live. I will look unto the Lord. I will look unto the hills from which cometh my help and my help cometh from the Lord. I will wait for the God of my salvation. This is, this is where a lot of people mess up. <clears throat> you say, you say, but you won't wait for the God of your salvation. If you have salvation through Jesus Christ, you need to wait. I don't know, maybe, maybe I need to learn to speak another language or something, Russian or something, or uh, Hebrew or Greek or something, because it's not registering with people. If you have salvation, you have to wait on a God of salvation to perform. You can't expect God to move on your behalf if you don't wait on him. We got to wait. We got to be willing to wait. When we wait on God, we receive kingdom blessings. When we wait on God, we receive what we're supposed to receive. The problem with a lot of people, they don't understand. When you're saved, you're going to go through some trials. You're going to go through some tests. Do not believe that lie that a lot of preachers run around saying, once you get saved, everything's going to be all right. What is that in the Bible? I ain't never seen that. It don't say that in the Bible. I was told that when I got saved, and I was believing, I almost believed a lot. But I was smart. I was said, wait a minute. I ain't got no job. I ain't got no money. Everything ain't all right. Everything ain't all right. And I didn't get no job right after. It was a long time after. Getting saved does not mean everything's going to be all right. It means that you accept Jesus Christ as your personal Savior. And you're going to bear his word and you're going to wait on him to move in your behalf and to perform what needs to be performed because he takes care of his children. Amen. Understand that God takes care of his children. Y'all people running off the road just because, oh, he didn't do this, he didn't do that. Sometimes God don't want you to have things if you his child, everything I'm for you. Amen. I want it. Big giant ministry. I wanted to have a big giant church. I want to have a ministry like my pastor, blah, blah, blah. I didn't run off the road because that happened, happened. It might happen later. I don't know. You see, you got to use wisdom in waiting. When you're waiting on anything, you got to use wisdom so you don't mess up and miss your blessing. Amen. Amen. You can miss your blessing by not using wisdom at what you do. You got to ask God to give you wisdom. I don't care if you wait for a promotion. 
You could say the wrong thing and the word get back to the boss and you miss your promotion. You could say the wrong thing and tell, I know this happened. One of the brothers that I know, he was talking to this girl and he started, he started saying the wrong thing. He said, I'm not going to marry you. To this day, that man has never been married. She went on and married somebody else. He said the wrong stuff and she heard it. You gotta be careful when you're waiting. Watch what you watch, watch what you say, use wisdom with your words. I ask God to give you wisdom with words. I didn't say the gift of the word of wisdom. I say wisdom with your words, which come out of your, ah, your mouth. I'm not talking about from the mouth of God. See, all everything a preacher saying from God. Yeah, he gives us wisdom. Okay, let's go. Let's move on. All right, we'll go over it one more time. Therefore, I will look unto the Lord. I will wait for the God of my salvation. My God will hear me. That's one of the issues you got to understand about waiting. And God will answer you. He'll hear you. God is not deaf. All right, listen to this. I'm going to say this, and I want you to understand it. Do not follow that lie that you got up and keep praying, praying for the same thing over and over again. That's contrary to the scripture. He said, oh, don't say that. The Bible said pray without ceasing. It did say pray without ceasing. It did say pray, bring repetition, prayers. It says not to do that. If you ask God for a car, be specific about the car you want. Ask him for it and thank him for it. Don't go back and ask him for it again. He's not deaf and he's not stupid. He's not deaf and he's not stupid. Look at what that verse said. My God will hear me. Pray once and thank God for it. Now, it's a difference if you added something more to it. Oh, God, I asked for uh, uh, a new vehicle. I want a, a, a town car. Uh, now you come back and say, no, Lord, now um, I need a navigator. It's not going to be big enough for the family. That's a whole different story. But you come back and say, oh, God, I want a Lincoln Town car. Oh, God, I want to. Don't insult God intelligence. He's not stupid. Let's move on. Let's go to Job chapter 14. Job chapter 14 and verse 14 say, listen to this. If a man die, shall he live again? All the days of my appointed time, I'll wait. Will I wait till my change come? I'll read it again. If a man die, shall he live again? Question. All the days of my appointed time, will I wait till my change come? If a man die, shall he live again? That's a question if you live right. <laughs> you don't live right. You're not going to live eternally. You're going to burn eternally. You're not going to live in paradise. You're not going to live in glory. And peace and tranquility not going to happen. So stop deceiving yourself. The next part of the verse said, all the days of my appointed time. Now, notice it said all the days of my appointed time. All my appointed days are going through trials and tests while I'm, while I'm waiting on God. Am I going to wait? Am I going to wait for God to move in my behalf or am I going to just run off the road? 
and just run off the road, crawl in the corner, lie down and die. Why a lot of women get messed up along the route? Because they go get a piece of man. Well, I just want any old man right now. He'll do. You know, there's some women, a married man, to take care of, raise them like she was a child. Those type of women I stay away from, but they're not all wrapped up upstairs, okay? And the men that do that are not wrapped up upstairs. They cook for I can show you in the Bible where they cook. Will I wait till my change comes? It's a question. Do you want to wait on God in your waiting? Do you want to wait for that wife? Do you, you want to wait for that dream job? It's going to go through something. Do you want your, your business really to grow? Do you really want it to flourish? Or do you want it to fall apart so you can blame everybody else? Do you want really want that help? Do you really want that walk with God? All my pointed days. The question is, well, I wait for the things that's to me. Oh, glory. Will I wait? Glory to God. Glory to God. Will I wait? Do I want to wait? Shall I wait? You the one that got to know that. Yeah, yeah. Hallelujah. You got to be the one to know that you want to wait and receive. Many people have lost all type of blessings. And they would never get them again. One shot deal. I'm dead serious. Emotional job. Love life that would have been, oh my God, unbelievable. Lifelong marriages. But they didn't win. They were too hesitant. It went by what other people said instead of waiting. You got to wait while you're waiting so you can achieve your goal. Let's move on. We're just about finished. Let's go to Isaiah chapter 64. Isaiah chapter 64 and verse 4 says, For since the beginning of the world, men have not heard nor perceived by the air, neither have the eye seen, O God, beside thee, what he hath prepared for them that waiteth for him. I'm going to read it again. For since the beginning of the world, men have not heard nor perceived by the air, neither have the eye seen, O God, beside thee, what he hath prepared for them that wait for him. Did you hear that verse? Ain't nobody know. Ain't nobody know what God got prepared for you. Ain't nobody knowing. I said nobody knows. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. Nobody knows but God what he got prepared for you. Oh my gosh. Let's read that verse one more time. It says, for since the beginning of the world, man have not heard, nor perceived by the ear, neither have the eye seen, O God, beside thee, 
what he had to pay for him that waited. You got to wait. Ooh, wait, that's something to think about. See, there's a difference between those people and those people that go by what their eyes see. They see everybody else with this and that and the other. See, I got to put myself in check all the time. Lord Not sometimes. Because my flesh is saying, I want to be like this. I want to have a ministry like that. Ah! My spirit man said, ah, we're not playing that mess, buddy. We're not playing that mess here. Because you ain't going to cause me to lose my eternal blessings. Yeah. Hallelujah. You got you to gotta put yourself in check. Because you want your eternal blessings. Because God got something for me. Ain't nobody getting by me. That's what God wants you to see about waiting. He wants you to see that he ain't got something for you that can't nobody else get. He got it just for you with your name on. That's that. That's oh my gosh! Look at that verse one more time. Look at that verse one more time. For since the beginning of the world, men have not heard, nor by ear, neither have it the eye seen. Oh God, beside thee. What he had prepared for them that waiteth. Waiting. Are you waiting? God. Have prepared something dramatically great. Something miraculously great. Marvelously great. Awesomely great. But we await for it. But we await for what God. I'm going to get mine. I always said, I'm going to get mine. See, I'm confident in God. I don't care. Then you look raggedy at times. I don't care. I remember when I first started doing this broadcast. And the money wasn't coming in to help at the time. And I didn't have the money. Everything was falling apart. I was sick with the virus and everything and everything. Nothing was going. Nothing was going. In my in the physical eye, however, I just kept my mouth shut and I get out there and talk, talk to the Lord. I went and talked to the Lord one day and told him I need help. I can't keep these broadcasts online, this podcast, and all this other stuff you got me doing here. I need you to help. Next day, I got a text message and had help. I need help again. <laughs> I need help again. So I got to go talk to him again. He took somebody help. Because I need help. I can't do it by myself. But we got to wait. What I, what I really, really, really love about God is when you wait on him faithfully, he rewards you. That's why he says, ear have not heard. Eyes have not seen, neither have they entered the hearts of men. The things that he prepared for them that wait for him. I want to wait on God. You don't have, beloved. You don't have to wait on God. It's up to you. I'm going to wait on God because I want my blessing. I, I, I don't know all the stuff he got. I don't know all the stuff he got planned for me. I want full power in God. I want a full anointing overflowing. I want life to be touched. I want my life to be spiritually blessed. <clears throat> Physically blessed, <laughs> mentally blessed. So I'm in my right now, and I'm gonna hit my 80s and 90s. 
If the Lord tell you, I don't want to be an 80 year old and don't know who I am. Amen. Oh, oh my. Oh, I don't want to be like that. God said he promised me long life. And I satisfy you with my salvation. So I want to be in my right mind and my right body where I can still jump around and do my thing. Before I'm not pretending. I'm waiting on God for long life. I got to wait. Waiting on God for long life. See, when you read the Bible, you're going to find that out. Waiting on the Lord for long life means you got to wait daily. The devil put all kinds of thoughts in your head. Pay him no mind. You ever notice how all these crazy thoughts are flowing through your mind? Look where this come from. That's him. He's trying to get your attention. He's trying to detour you from getting your blessings. Don't forget mine. He was talking to some young daughter there. I'll pay him no mind. I'm like, what are you talking about? Stop lying. And he'll say something like, well, you remember when you did this and you remember when you did that? What, what are you talking about? I don't know what you're talking about. God cast all the stuff I didn't see again of his forgetfulness when I repented. So I don't know what you're talking about. I don't know what you're talking about. No, I wasn't born saved. I had to get saved. I had to get right just like everybody else. And I have to stay like just like everybody else. I'm happy I'm able to drink my water again because I couldn't drink water for weeks. Not ice cold water because. Oh, my goodness, my tooth. All right. <clears throat> You're here today. You're listening to this podcast or broadcast, watching it, however you may be receiving it. You need to learn how to wait in your life patiently and learn how to wait on God, but you need to be saved to wait on God. You need to repent of your sin and stop impressing people. Let me tell you, stop trying to impress people. Stop going to parties to drink just because you want to be a part of something. Get right with God and stay right. Become a living epistle. Be an example. Be godly. Be righteous. Stop being a hypocrite. Stop fooling yourself. You, the Bible said, the eyes have not seen, the ears have not heard, neither has entered into the hearts of many things that God has prepared for him to love him. If you really love him, he, has, he actually has prepared some goodies for you. Remember I told you about yummies? I like the yummies. By being a dentist. Um, I actually you know when I was in the dentist before they pulled a tooth and did the root canal, you know what I told them? I'm not giving up my yummies. I don't drink and smoke and all that stuff. Probably my, my teeth because I like yummy. No, I'm not telling you what my yummies are. Then you'd be saying, no, I know what he do, what he likes. Ah, stop it. I'm not telling you nothing. Okay. But the Lord knows. See, there's another thing. The Lord knows what I like. Okay. If you want to know anything about me, I'm going to tell you the truth. Ask the Lord. He'll tell you whatever you want to know. But he's not going to tell you personal things about me. He's not telling you nothing about that. If you want to know, I know if I'm a true man of God, you ask God, and you say you really know God, God will confirm you. I don't have to worry about that. All right. Those of you that are watching this broadcast, listen to however. Those of you that's not saved, those of you that's discouraged, you know what? When you're saved, you ain't got no business being discovered. Do not allow the spirit of discovery to get over you. You have to learn how to wait on God and go through. Read your Bible. Turn the TV off. Turn the computer off sometime. We all need to do it. Take the smartwatch off. Take the earbuds out of your ear. Bow your head for y'all that's not saved. 
And that's praying, that's in his prayer. Guess say, No thunder light. You see thunder light, that's on you. I ain't gonna do it. Okay, repeat after me. Lord Jesus, I ask you to forgive me of all my sins. I ask you to come into my heart to be my Lord and my personal Savior. I ask you to save me right now. Sanctify me. Fill me with your Holy Ghost. Fill me with your love. Help me to learn to wait on you. Teach me your word. In Jesus' name, amen. And those of you that are discouraged and going through, you need to wait on God. Father, in Jesus' name, every liberal soul on the sound of my voice that hear this broadcast, however way it may be, touch their lives. I rebuke the hand of the enemy of their lives. I claim victory in their lives. I claim salvation and deliverance in their lives. Give them the strength to wait on you and encourage their heart and mind. Be away. And pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Now listen, beloved. <clears throat> you can visit our website, www.tabernacledeliveranceinc. Org. Leave a prayer request, testimony, and you can become a partner. You can also send a love offering if you want to send it directly to uh, at Cash App at Pastor B L Wells. I think it's Pastor B L Wells, right? Uh, Pastor B L Wells. Uh, download tightly app, and then uh, tightly app. Uh, uh, the light the <laughs> and tightly download tightly app and look for the Tabernacle Deliverance Incorporated. Okay, uh, but I think it's cash out. Uh, the cash app it has to be out well. Yeah, it's, right? uh, what is it? Has to be out well, right? Yes, uh, cash app. Yeah. There you go. I gotta start getting this right. Oh, yeah, it's best to be out well to the cash app. Okay, now, oh, even with PayPal, with PayPal. Uh, uh, PayPal is uh, PayPal is uh, PayPal is me slash tabernacle inc. That's uh, paypal.me uh, slash tabernacle inc. If you want to leave a, a level up and five dollars, whatever you want, but you we could use the help because we have to pay for the streaming service and we pay yearly for nearly everything we have, so everything is due this month. All right, I'll see you Wednesday for Bible study. Be encouraged and walk with the Lord. And wait on him patiently. I see it.